Fabulous. Splendid. Thrilled. Oh, I'm chuffed to bits. Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to Chuffed. Chuffed is possibly one of the best British slang words and it feels so good to say. Chuffed is when you're winning, when things are going your way. You can be chuffed for yourself or chuffed for someone else. This podcast is about sharing and championing those little wins in life. You know the ones I mean. You don't share them on social media because you don't want to look like you're blowing your own trumpet. Not here. Blow away. It's relatable, motivational and inspirational. You simply cannot be chuffed and have a bad day. I like to describe this podcast as a voice note from your best friend. Follow me now on socials with at Chuffed Podcasts. And thank you for stopping by. You'll be chuffed to bits you did. Oh my goodness, I cannot tell you how excited I am to have the new intro to my new rebranded podcast blaring in my headphones right now as I'm about to record this. I am... Chuffed is, well, I'm absolutely chuffed a bit, quite frankly. Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to Chuffed. So yes, it was Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. It is now officially Chuffed from here onwards. Um, It's exactly the same podcast. It's the same host. That's me. Hello, welcome. Thank you very much. Um, But it's just that little bit sexier. Oh, let me know what you think of the intro. I absolutely love it. And I've got my friend Shelley to thank for that. My friend Shelley is a producer that I used to work with in the radio industry. Um, and we've stayed firm friends. She is going to become a guest speaker, actually, on the uh, on the podcast. She's going to be doing an episode very soon because... Um, Oh, do you know what? I'm not going to tell you too much about her. You just have to wait. But she is a producer. So if you are a budding podcaster and you are desperately trying to get your intro and your outro, uh, then make sure that you contact me and I can hook you up with Shelley because she's super talented uh, and she works from home now and she's a lovely mummy as well now. So uh, first of all, forgive the snots. I have got a full on cold. Um, we went on holiday, which is why. Um, so I've not been around for a couple of weeks and it's been a culmination of things. OK, so firstly, um, I've been rebranding and I genuinely didn't realise how much of an effort that was going to be. But I have learned to be patient and there's a part of me that puts things off and I'm just like, oh, I can't be asked to do that. And then I'm like, no, do it. Um, and I think we can all relate to that, can't we? We just think, oh, I just can't be bothered because it's, I've got to use brain power and I'm knackered. So yeah, just changing over from, you know, it, on bloody Facebook was a nightmare and then getting Instagram right. And then this is, this is, this doesn't just happen to me. This happens to so many people. Um, you forget what your bloody passwords are, don't you? So then you're trying to get everything reorganized and then rebranding to chuffed and I forgot what my passwords were. So yeah, that was a bit of a nightmare in itself. Uh, then I um, wanted to get new artwork done. So my friend Karina is incredible. If you're looking for a graphic designer, I can put you in touch with her as well. And then on top of that, I needed to get the intro and outro done. Thanks to my friend Shelly. And then we went on holiday. So we've had a week away. Uh, we went to Cornwall again. Fourth, not that's a bad thing. I absolutely love Cornwall. But if you live in the north of England, which is what I do, you can completely sympathise that the drive is, oh my God, it's full on. You could probably fly to Spain quicker than what you could get to Cornwall in the UK. In fact, I know for a fact you can. Two hours to Spain, isn't it? And then, um, I mean, if you just kind of check in online, you're straight through to the airport. So, yeah, you can get to Spain a hell of a lot quicker than what you can get to Cornwall in the UK if you live in the north. So it's amazing. And we love Cornwall. Um, And we we take our bikes with us. We've taken our bikes with us now for three years in a row. And it's just been amazing for Roman, who's our son. He's four now, four and a half. He just loves bikes. He loves anything with wheels. 
he is uh, yeah he's uh, he's really into anything that moves wheelchairs he actually stole a lady and uh, no seriously this is no word of a lie he stole an elderly lady the other day well, probably a couple of months ago now in, in Marks and Spencer's cafe so one thing that Roman likes to go for is a cheese and ham toasty and a scone in the cafe at Marks and Spencer's. And whilst I was trying to juggle Roman the tray and like the rucksack, uh, there was a, a lovely gentleman beside us pushing his wife, his elderly wife in the wheelchair and Roman took her. And all you could hear was this, oh, oh, like that. And um, I turned around and went, oh, shit. And... Um, I went, oh, God, I am so sorry, as you do. I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And she went, oh, do you know what? I thought my luck was in then being stolen by a young man. <laughs> and then her husband said, quite frankly, I was going to let him take her. <laughs> do you know what? When I'm old, I want to be that cool and still have a sense of humour like that. It was just amazing. They cracked me up and they were so good with Roman because if you've not listened to my episodes before, my, my son is four and a half, but he is non-verbal and he's just the best character. But yeah, anything with wheels. He, um, at Chester Zoo once, he commented, he commented a woman's motability mobile and just stood on it and she went, can I take him for a spin? And obviously I was a bit like, oh my God, who the hell is this weird? But Roman's really good at picking up on good vibes. So if she was a bit of a weirdo, I think he wouldn't have gone near her. But yeah, he was absolutely laughing his tits off. It was, it was really funny, really funny. So yeah, we take our bikes on holiday with us and we've got something called a shotgun seat. Do you know what? If you've got kids and you've got a toddler, uh, they are amazing so the little i've talked about this before i'm sure i have on another episode but do you know what let's recap it's relevant now the little seat goes on your crossbar and then you get a little set of handlebars which go on your handlebars and the only sort of security they've got is they get their feet strapped in so it's great for building core strength and balance and trust it is so good the shotgun seats are incredible and they're actually called shotgun seats as well i can't remember where we got ours from um Sorry, I'm just going to remove my legs because I'm sat on the floor today. Oh, sh- shit, I nearly knocked everything over then, typical me. Yeah, I'm sat on the floor today in the back bedroom because it's just nice and quiet. Um, and next door, we're having some work done. And then the other guy around the corner has got his bloody lawnmower out again. I'm telling you what, he's not going to have any grass left if he carries on like this. Uh, just constantly, one of our neighbours just constantly mows the lawn all the time. Uh, and you can hear it. So that's why I've come into the back bedroom because you can't hear a thing here. Um, quite frankly, people could be having a disco downstairs and I, I, I wouldn't know. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my God, this is me now. Mum brain, cheese and rice. Where was I? Bikes. Yeah, so we went away. And um, yeah, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. We had a really good week away, but I am knackered. I'm absolutely knackered. And I read a, a funny quote once, um, in fact, just recently, and it was one of these meme things that goes around. And it was like, uh, a holiday to me isn't really a holiday. It's just looking after my kids in a different location. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> That's my life. That's literally it. Because Roe is very he's neurodivergent so he thinks incredibly differently but but you know what though the more and more kids I meet at the moment I'm meeting so many more neurodivergent kids and people so he's not that much of a rarity um and he gets excited so what he gets excited Jesus I get excited about the most craziest of things so definitely my child so he um yeah he's in a different location so we stayed in the most beautiful little cottage in a place called Lost Withiel which is outside of what is spelt Fowey, but actually by the locals pronounced Foy, as in joy. Um, and it was in the depths of the countryside. Oh my God, amazing. I, like, I literally felt like one of the characters out of a Jane Austen novel. Seriously, it was like I was living my dream. Wildflowers everywhere. 
like everywhere. Lavender poppies, just daisies, everything. Oh, it, and you can pick them. You can actually allowed to pick them. So it's just great. They even have... Um, uh, a team of ladies who pick the wildflowers and put them in your cottage. That's what their job is. Oh, it was amazing. So, um, yeah, it was great. And so we stayed in this little cottage, which was like, holy shitballs, sensory overload for Roman. But he loved every minute of it. I mean, there was a fire extinguisher. Pfft, not seen one of those before. What's this pin do? It's like, no, 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 no. He unraveled, yeah, unraveled the fire blanket. Um, have you ever tried to put a fire blanket back in the box? <laughs> It's a challenge. Um, I almost had to iron it and then realise it was a fire blanket. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Just get it in. So, yeah, um, there was lots of things that were very, very exciting to touch and couldn't stop touching. We don't have curtains in our house. We have shutters. So the fact that this place had curtains was like a woo party. So, yeah, he had a, it was, it was full on. It was full on. But you know what? He loved it. And Roman loves sleeping in the dark as well. And so the dark was incredible you've got to remember right in the countryside you're on this beautiful estate it's called the duchy of cornwall estate okay it was absolutely gorgeous and at night you could sit outside with a cup of tea or a tipple whatever takes your fancy um and the stars were just insane and it makes me realize just how much light pollution we have you know, in where we live, around where we live in, in, in our country. And it's uh, it's so nice to get out to these really rural areas and just kind of see that because it's, whoa, it took my breath away as well. So yeah, it was, it was a very, very busy week. But on a plus side, we cycled nearly every day. Uh, we swam nearly every day. We went to the beach about three or four times, which is great. And Roman has absolutely mastered his balance bike. So I am one happy mama, quite frankly, which has been a long time coming. But then, do you know what? Who am I to tell him what to do? So, and, and at what stage? So he um, he's nailed it. He's absolutely nailed it. So if, oh, this is so interesting. So I was chatting to my sister about this because Harriet, who is my eldest niece, she is, oh, hang on a minute. I've got a much older one than that. I've got a 26-year-old niece. But we kind of see her like a little sister, really. <laughs> she's just had a little boy. But Harriet is uh, my sister's daughter. And she's, uh, oh my God, she's nearly 16. Um, and she was saying to me, oh, she's right Australian, by the way. She's going, do you know what, Sal? I didn't cycle. I didn't really enjoy cycling until I was about eight. I didn't want to get on the bike. I didn't like the bike. And I said, oh, I know, Harriet. I don't want to be a pushy mum with him. But I really want him to like bikes because I like bikes. Is that bad? And she was like, no, I understand. I get it. I get it. Um Anyway, I haven't been a pushy mum, but what I have done is demonstrated how to use a balance bike in the garden. Now, when you're a 44-year-old, I'm nearly 45, 44-year-old mum, it is, oh, hang on. Do you know what? I just said nearly 45. I'm full of shit. It was my birthday yesterday. <laughs> I've forgot how old I am. <laughs> Literally in 24 hours. <laughs> what, what's my age again? It was my birthday yesterday. I was 45 yesterday. Oh, what am I doing? Oh, God. Anyway, uh, yeah, so it was at the time I was 44, okay? Um, 44-year-old mum on a balance bike in the garden. Now, that squat position is a killer. But I would go, this is what you do. This is what you do. And I'd I'd get on this. I mean, have you seen how small balance bikes are? Get on a balance bike and I was showing him how to do it with my knees up around my ears. And he was looking at me like I was mad. And what he enjoyed to do is just push it around the garden. He's really enjoyed pushing his bike around the garden for ages. And then out of nowhere, about three weeks ago, it just clicked. And now it's like I've got evil Knievel on speed. (laughs) And the little dude 
is nailing it. And I don't mean just like, oh, look at me going fast. No, he's doing jumps off the curb on his balance bike. And there's our, we've got a track next to our house, which is our track. He will fly down the track at full speed. He's already gone through his um, one set of shoes because he uses his toes as brakes. So he drags his feet along to stop himself. But he is, he's he loves it. He absolutely loves it. And I'm not going to stop him because he's just thriving from it. And I can't tell you how cool these balance bikes are. He's also got a tricycle. Have I told you about my tricycle that I bought him? Oh, this is genius. So I wanted to get him a tricycle because um, on one of our appointments with, I can't remember whether it was the early years team or the paediatrician, they said pedaling is great for motor skills and, and development, neuro, like uh, like a neuro, neurology, um, and it fires brain cells. Trampolining is very good as well, by the way. So I said, we need to get him to pedal though, but it's, we, you know, we'd, we'd sort of, he, he, at the time he wouldn't go on the balance bike and we couldn't get him to pedal. So I found a tricycle uh, that actually, when you push it, the pedals go round. So as long as his feet are on it, it'll get him into a good rhythm. Anyway, I think he was in Costco for like 130 quid. Pfft, Facebook Marketplace, 20 quid. I was like, but I'm having that. Went and picked it up. It's immaculate. It was immaculate. And he loves it. And it's really cool. I can't remember what it's called. Like a swing something it is. Um and he loves it. And it's, it is, honestly, it's, it's got loads of chrome over it as well. It looks really American, okay. Um, but yeah, it looks like a hot rod trike. That's what it looks like. So yeah, he's uh, he's re- he's really taken to his trike. And then for his birthday, we bought him a brand new big boy bike with stabilizers and pedals. But he's not really asked about that yet. He just wants you to push him around on that one. But the balance bike is in favor at the moment. And quite frankly, he's fast, he's controlled, he's got loads of balance and he absolutely loves it. And that just makes me smile like you wouldn't believe. Honestly, it makes my heart really happy. And um, dare I say it, it makes me chuffed a bit. It seriously does. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm so chuffed for him because he's just getting so much joy out of doing it. It's great. So balance bike went on holiday. Both bike, big bikes went on holiday because he can sit on the handlebars of one of them. And um, uh on the way down there, because we drove down, we've got a, we've got like a combi van, uh, which is great. So it's got a back seat. So it's a van, so you can get a load of stuff in it, but it's like a back seat in the van as well. On the way down there, it was a challenge, should we say. You have to remember, I've got a very tired, full of hay fever husband who, quite frankly, had a meltdown within about an hour. Roman had a meltdown within about two hours. Shit balls. Mum's got to keep it together. So in the end, I ended up shoving the husband in the back seat and I said, you know what, you, you've really, and to be fair, he was having a really bad hay fever attack. And I was like, fucking hell. Right, okay, why don't you take a pyrotease? I've bought pyrotease. No, I'm not having a pyrotease. No, it'll knock me out. And I was like, no, it won't. It really won't. Just take a pyrotease. Um, it'll just help you get rid of the hay fever. And then wh- why why don't you have a couple of paracetamol as well? Okay, amazing. I, I, honest to God, he fell asleep within 10 minutes. Shut up, husband. So it was like, zip game over. So Roman and I sat in the front seat and we drove the rest of the way down there together and it was amazing. I know it sounds awful. I love my husband, please don't get me wrong, but when you've got a whingy grown man, they are worse than a whingy toddler. They really are. Snottering everywhere, sneezing all over the place. It's like getting sprayed on. Um it was awful. So yeah, I knocked him out with some I knocked him out with some pyrotees and some painkillers. It was great. Obviously, I'm not encouraging this behaviour, but I'm sure you can relate. So, yeah, so once he was knocked out, it was great. It was a good run. It was actually a good run down there. Um, 
But during the week, it was just really tough for my husband because his phone's going all the time. He's trying to run different jobs. He's got two businesses on the go and he wasn't happy. It just, it was just like, oh yeah, too much stress. So he actually, he caught a flight home halfway through the holiday, um, which pissed me off a bit. I'm not going to lie. It did piss me off a bit. But then at the same time, do you know what? He's working. It's got to be done. It has to be done. So yeah, he flew home in an hour, I'd like to say, in an hour, which cost 75 quid from Newquay to Manchester. And then I had to drive home six hours, which cost £92 in fuel. (laughs) So who's the bigger fool? (laughs) Oh, I don't feel well. I need to fly home. (laughs) So fucking Joan Collins. (laughs) Actually, do you know what? I think Joan would have actually just put her wellies on and stayed with me, to be fair. But yeah, apart from that, it was a really, really good week. Um... But I'm tired. I'm really tired now. And it's given me a cold. Coming back from holiday, I always need a holiday, which is why I call this episode holiday after holiday, basically, because I, um, yeah, I'm shattered. And I think that anybody who is a parent can completely relate to this is the fact that you desperately want to go away to have a wonderful time with your family and your kids. And then, you know, not all the time. It works out the way that you imagined in any way, shape or form. And then by the time you get back, you're absolutely knackered. And so that's where I'm at at the moment, full of cold absolutely just full of snot really just full of snot and desperately need to catch up on some sleep but at the same time feel like I'm winning because yeah my little man is absolutely nailing the balance bike oh I've got to tell you this my um the dogs went to stay at my mum and dad's again so we've got two Jack Russells uh Honey's 14 Milo's 12 and I said oh mum you don't mind having them do you listen they don't need walking Honey bless her can't walk far anyway because you'll get her so far she'll be so hyperactive to go she's cross with the staff she'll be dragging you down the street and then within about 200 yards you're carrying her home because her legs have gone so I just said look just let them outside they'll go for a wee in the garden and they'll come back in if you don't want to pick up the poo when I get back I'll come and clear your garden I'll pick up all the poo it's not a problem at all I'll sort out all the sort out the crap in the garden it's fine Sandra Sally leave them with me it's fine it's fine I said mum do not let them on your new sofa I mean it I said you know they're not allowed on the sofa at home not in the not in the lounge I said they've got their own chairs that they can sit on I'll bring all their blankets over it's fine. I said, right, this is a little box of treats. So, will you just shut up and leave them with me? So I thought, oh, God. Uh, I've, I've only ever left them with my parents once. And actually, they were amazing, my mum and dad, right? They were honestly amazing with them. So my auntie Ingrid lets my mum borrow a dog cage because... Sorry, I'm just moving my leg again because I'm getting pins and needles. Um, because I don't really want them sleeping like on my mum's sofa and stuff like this. So um, my dad asks every, he asked this question last year and he, I knew, I had a feeling he was going to ask it. I just had a feeling. And he said to me, uh, Sally, I uh, don't want to be inappropriate, but what do we do if one of them dies? <laughs> I said, Dad, you asked me this last year and I don't know why I'm laughing. I said, I just, <laughs> it's such a strange question. Well, you know, they're old. And I was like, look, Dad, if they, if they die, if they die, God forbid they should do, just take them to the vets and get them cremated and we'll pay for it and sell it. Is that what we do? Is that what we do? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you do. All right, then that's okay then. I was like, Dad, what are you going to do? Keep a dog in the fridge? No. I was like, good God. Like, well, I, I wouldn't know what to do. What do we leave it in the garage? I was like, just take it to the vet, Dad. I said, you know, I've had them for years now. I don't mean to be so matter of fact, but I do understand that they're not going to be here forever. But um, one of them's deaf. So Honey's deaf and Milo's gone blind. So he's walked into a few things whilst we've been away. Anyway, um, Roman and I went and picked them up. And I said, come on, let's go and get the dogs together. We're, we're both home now. Roman and I drove back through the night on the Friday night. And I said, come on, let's go and get the dogs together. You, me, me, you know, um, Roman and Mummy go and get the dogs. And he loves his dogs, Roman does. And we got there. And Mum went, oh, you've got here early. They've not had the breakfast yet. And I was like, Mum, 
I told you, mum, they don't have breakfast. No, uh, what? And I was like, you've not been giving them dog biscuits because our dogs get fed once a day, okay? They're old. They don't need huge amounts of food. They've got a really, really good diet. They get fed once a day. Mum goes, no, I'm not giving them biscuits. They have toast. (laughs) (laughs) Sandra's been giving them toast for breakfast, right? Then they've been having snacks. I was like, where have all the biscuits? I bought them some more treats because I went through all the other ones. They've had all their treats and more and then they've been having an evening meal and a snack in the evening as well and mum put all these blankets all over the sofa and I went mum oh well you know they can't sit on the floor all the time and she's been letting them sit on the couch on her brand new couch (laughs) my dogs didn't want to come home but you know what they looked really well I said mum they look really good she went oh they've been lovely they're no bother at all and actually my mum has never been She's, she's not the sort of person who goes, oh, I love cats and I love dogs. That's not Sandra. That's not Sandra at all. But if you leave them with her for a week, I think she really enjoys the company. She'd never say that out loud. She would all, you'd never get that from her out loud. But yeah, she had, from what I can gather, they've had a really lovely week at the at the grandma's. And just so cute. It's just so cute. So yeah, I think it's... um. It's actually quite nice. I think it's quite a nice company for my mum and quite a nice company for my dad. I think they've both enjoyed it. Even though Milo, bless him, has been called a girl the whole week. And I said, look, mum, he's got problems as it is anyway because he can't see. I said, you don't need to give him any more issues, bless him. But he's a, she's a lovely little girl. And I was like, don't worry, Moo Moo, it's fine. Just go and cock your leg on that bike and piss on it again. <laughs> he's so cool. So anyway, I am back. I'm back now and I'm all rebranded. I've got new intros, new outros, and I'm super, super excited. So if you aren't already, make sure that you're following me on Instagram. It's Chuffed Podcast. It's really easy to find. I'm on two sets of social media, actually. I'm on on Instagram and Facebook. So it's Chuffed Podcast. And from here onwards, I have got some incredible, and I mean incredible guest speakers that are lined up. Ones that are going to inspire you, motivate you, and so, so relatable as well. Women that you can listen to and think, holy shit, how did they do that? But it's achievable. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes I feel like we look at things on the media, we sort of have things shoved down our throats on, on social media where we see this filtered, very heavily filtered in some cases, unrealistic idea of reality. And actually what we really want is things that could potentially be achievable for us. So I'm wonderfully, I'm so grateful that I meet these incredible women on my little journey with my life who I meet and I go, Oh, do you know what? Would you be a guest speaker on my podcast? And they say yes. So, and I just meet these women that have got great stories, um, have overcome adversity, but also not just that, just hurdles. And they're not like crazy hurdles. They're just kind of like normal shit that we all go through. And thought, hang on a minute, I'm going to think about it this way, and I'm going to go and do this. So yeah, people that have gone from corporate to creative, people that have gone from creative back to corporate um, and all sorts of different stories. So yeah, make sure that you keep listening and they are going to be more consistent from here onwards, the episodes. I have just had a very, very busy few months and I'm sure that when the time is right, I shall divulge everything to you because um, that is what I'm here to do is just to share information, stories, real life shit that happens to us all and just break down all all these taboos so we're just not embarrassed we don't feel alone and that we can actually reach out to each other and go do you know what I get it I totally get it so like I said if you're not already make sure that you follow me on Instagram it's at chuffed podcast the same on Facebook as well and thank you so much for stopping by and taking a listen today I cannot tell you how much I appreciate all your support all your messages as well and I'll speak to you very soon 
Thank you so much for stopping by and taking a listen. Follow me on socials with at Chuffed Podcast. And one more thing. Do you feel warm and tingly with a big smile on your face? (gasps) Ah, my friend, you are chuffed.